You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. The BRICS Report. China. And of course, this morning we're talking China. Dr. Martin Davis is the Managing Director, Emerging Markets and Africa at Deloitte. He's on the line to us now. Martin, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Stephen. And China's GDP, their first quarter growth, 6.9%. Are they disappointed? Well, it's, it's actually about expectations. The expectation for the year was sort of 6.5%. And the first quarter, China's come out at 6.9%. It's quite a, quite a staggering figure. Uh, it goes to show that sort of, you know, global economy is doing pretty well. China's exports are up. And, uh, and as per usual, China's infrastructure spend, i.e. Stand by the, by stand, spending by the state, continues to drive growth. So it's a good um, sort of indicator for the year ahead. And, uh, yeah, people say China's growth forecast may be slightly uh, manipulated upwards, but 6.9%, that's, that's no mean feat, but it, it's staggering to... To sort of when you, when you compare it, Stephen, it's almost it's 50 years ago uh, to the year, in fact, 1967, that South Africa actually got a similar figure. So, and they haven't achieved that figure since, and this is almost routine for China. So, slowdown in China, well, not really. Growth is still very robust. The Chinese economy is pretty healthy. Of course, there's a couple of sort of you know, risk areas, property market and the like, but um, but Chinese consumer spending is growing. Retail spending is growing at 10% per year, double digit. So the Chinese consumers do incredibly well, and um, that's a good, a good indicator, a good bellwether, if you will, for, for Chinese growth uh, for the year going forward. What do they say? It's the most important story happening in the world right now, what's happening in China. Um, and I see Chinese buyers, they're fueling that uh, real estate boom in New York. Yeah, well, I'm obviously, as you know, I'm over here this week, in fact, and I thought I'd throw a story in coming, you know, from from, from New York City itself. And uh, it, it's been reported that the Chinese are the biggest um, investors and the Chinese are actually the, the largest uh, sort of expat community now in Brooklyn, a suburb of the bureau here in um, in New York City. Uh, the Chinese invested over 46 billion U.S. dollars, uh, the largest foreign investors of all in the U.S. economy last year. Uh, staggering figures when prices in Manhattan went up, you know, went down 1%. Property prices in Brooklyn up 16%, largely because of, of Chinese Chinese buyers. And it goes to show, I mean, despite the, the capital controls in China, um, we're seeing sort of significant, you know, Chinese capital moving offshore, um, but taking into so-called safe haven assets, think European property markets, also the U.S. property markets, and it's increasingly coming over to to, uh, to 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 Brooklyn as well, you know, in the United States. And what we're seeing, particularly even this new this new trend of uh, every Chinese individual has a fifty thousand dollars cap per year of how much he or she can send out the country. So what we're seeing is China's new uh, new middle class almost crowdsourcing uh, funding and buying shares or stakes in property here in Brooklyn, fueling property development and offering pretty good returns. And with the concerns about the value of the Chinese yuan, the currency, the RMB going forward, um, you know, there seems to be a very little sign this was abating. So, so Chinese capital moving into into international property markets is happening here in New York. Uh, well, it's very happening in South Africa next. There's Cape Town the next, Toronto or, or Sydney or Perth, if you for Chinese money. Well, let's wait and see. Hmm, fascinating. And, and very quickly, Martin, I mean, if you are a Chinese investor, what do you get the Chinese investors? Everything. You get the Macy Milan. 
Very much so. I think this is a, this is a new thing, Stephen. That well, in the last couple of years, we've spoken a few times of, of Chinese money buying into into, into European uh, soccer clubs. This is started we saw in, in just 2015. 400 million dollars was spent with a Chinese company for 13 percent stake in Manchester City. Uh, we've seen other other you know Atletico Madrid has been 50 52 million dollars bought into by um, by a Chinese investor, uh, Chinese billionaire, in fact, into into Atletico Madrid as well. Uh, and now we're seeing uh, Bolosconi, uh, the sort of former prime minister of Italy, selling a, a very big stake, 788 million US dollars, um, of, of 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 AC Milan. It's it's you know, at the same time we see Chinese companies, the Chinese government rather, trying to curtail and curb. Uh, Chinese spending on so-called irrational investments abroad and, and you know, assets which aren't sort of tied to its national interest. But uh, we're seeing these continuous investments uh, by Chinese firms and Chinese individuals in European soccer clubs. And China are looking to get, you know, getting AC Milan back to where it was. They're currently like six in Serie A league, apparently. But uh, with Chinese money, you know, the same what the Russians were many years ago, like of Chelsea. Now we're seeing Chinese money coming into European football and, and now also earning you know, AC Milan. Hmm. Uh, Chinese really are going global. Things you couldn't you couldn't have predicted a few years ago. Dr. Martin Davies, thanks very much. We'll chat soon. Thank you, Stephen.